everyone uh, to a new episode of Rising by Design uh, and today I have the pleasure to have with me Jaya Rose. She's a spiritual life coach and business mentor. Hello Jaya. Hello Elise, how are you? I'm very good and you? Very good. Today is so beautiful in Portland, Oregon. It's sunny and um, that is rare. <laughs> so everybody's happy. We today here in Barcelona we had like a storm of you know wind and water and now it's sunny. So let's, mm. yeah, it's a strange, nice. strange time energetically. Mm, I feel that too. <laughs> so you know that uh, I'm all about human design and gene keys. Uh, so I would love to know. If you are familiar with human design, if you know your human design. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Manny Jenny, I believe, like you, right? And I have an emotional, uh, is it emotional center? Emotional authority, yeah. Emotional authority, (laughs) yes. Yep. Um, What else do I need to know? And uh, like, uh, have you ever had a reading? Do you actually use this uh, information in your business? Uh, How does it feel to you? Yeah. Yeah, I became familiar really just more in the last year or so. And I have had a couple different readings. And what's interesting about it is that, of course, everything relates I mean, or resonates. I mean, it is spot on, Uh but I'm not somebody who seeks out information from the outside world around myself. And it's interesting because my work in the world is really a lot around discovering who you are from your story and from your experience and resonating with who you are from the inside out. And so when I find these other ways that describe me, I always feel like, well, yeah, that's true, but I already knew that. And I don't mean that in a way where as if I think I know everything, because I certainly don't, but um, it just aligns so deeply with the work I've already done. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Because I also feel that, you know, being a manifesting generator, we, like, uh, our strength is really to know ourselves deeply. Yeah. So, um, and that's also super important for us, like to get to know ourselves and what what is important to us and what fulfills us. Uh, So it's like, it's normal that if you have done a lot of work on yourself already, it's like, oh yeah, that's a confirmation. Yes. Yeah. And I do appreciate that. I mean, I love validation just as much as the next gal. (laughs) So it's always nice to hear, oh yes, that's perfectly in alignment with you. And I'm like, yay, that's what I thought. (laughs) Awesome. So um, tell us a little bit more about you, your story. Yeah. Um, So my, part of my big story is really around playing small and I identify as being highly sensitive and mm-hmm. I'm definitely an empath. And so I work with a lot of women who have those traits as well. And something I've found is that it's such a superpower, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in the online space, doing coaching and using these gifts that are naturally ours, where we're able to connect deeply with people and really see other people for their highest self. And this all has come so naturally to me, but it's the same side of 
to a two-sided coin. And the other side of the coin is this high sensitivity because it's intense. It's intense yeah. to feel everybody's everything. And as long, you know, it's amazing that that's a superpower, but then you got to really have the skills to be able to bring it back in and honor it. And that's what I didn't realize for so long. Um, mm -hmm. So I was always helping people. I was a personal trainer and a life coach for 12 years yeah. before, yeah, before I came in the online space. And it was like, I just didn't know what I didn't know. I had no idea that the online space was happening and that women were just owning their power and their magic yeah. and then making multiple six figures and beyond. You know, I just, I had no idea. And it was because uh, it just wasn't the time for me to know yet, but also it's really that I wasn't allowing myself to dream. Mm -hmm. it, I had these secret dreams that I knew I was meant to be on bigger stages because I actually was, I was a belly dancer and I performed on stage. So stage was like my home, but I didn't honor that it was my voice that was actually my power and my story mm -hmm. and my ability to speak my truth. Mm -hmm. It was this massive part of me that was just, it feels when I talk about it now, like it was locked inside of me. Yeah. And that was a huge part of um, the, the transformation and the unlocking that had to happen to be able to see the potential. Because it's one thing for the possibility to be there. And it's a whole other to believe you could have it. Yeah. Totally. Right? <laughs> so I, I did wake up to the, the knowledge of what was going on online at, via Marie Forleo. And she was doing her B-School launch four years ago. And she has such amazing videos as a lot of us have probably seen. And she's such, she's the queen, you know, at waking people up to their possibility. And that is exactly what she did for me. I remember watching this video of this woman who was my age, kind of looks similar. We're definitely from the same planet, her and I. <laughs> and she's just saying all these things to me that deep down I knew were true. Like you're meant for more. And when you feel a call to help people, you need to answer it. And if you don't scream what you have to offer from the rooftops, you're taking it from other people. You're stealing it. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? Now <laughs> I know that I'm stealing this from people. Now this is bad. <laughs> this is real bad. I might have to make a change. Um, and it was really... I was ready. I was ready for that message and ready to go all in on myself. And I had no idea what that looked like, but it was the beginning of my online business journey. And it has been a wild ride of really finding the way. Like I know you talked about that that's kind of normal for a Manny Jenny. And I believe that's true. It's like, you have to try it on to know if it yes. fits. And I have tried a lot of things on and had a lot of success. Really, I've had success with everything I've done. And that is great. I had to build that muscle that I was actually capable of more. And I feel like I've really come into a place now with teaching storytelling. And, and really, it's around living your purpose in the world. I mean, mm -hmm. what I say on my website now is I'll help you make the impact you were born to make. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like that's what I've come to um, and storytelling is such a beautiful way to do that. And I'm very excited about sharing it. Awesome. And when, when did you actually start in the online space? 
Yeah. So it was four and a half years ago. It was 2016. Mm-hmm. And I started with fitness. Ah. I had a, a brand called Booty, Mind, and Spirit. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and how was for you, like, transitioning from the offline to the online? What's, like, you are, a, like, a vet in the online space. What, so what have you seen changing and shifting? Uh, yeah. In the online space? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I had no clue what was going on. I didn't have a, a depth of, of understanding when I first started. I was just trying to learn everything. And I started out actually my business, my fitness business by creating digital programs. Mm-hmm. So in the first year I created three digital programs and I actually created a fitness academy. So okay. a membership program. And that's kind of crazy. It's not, that's not how you would actually recommend at somebody start a business online because it's much easier to actually connect with people and build an audience. Right. But just having digital products was a little crazy. So it was more when I got into the coaching space because I had done so much video and so much uh, building uh, on the back end of business that I started mm-hmm. in visibility and that I started teaching online video and Facebook Live came out and I started teaching uh, Facebook Live. And that was really fun because that was all around throat chakra and owning. And so I think it's around then that I started seeing the landscape. Things seem so different. That was only three years ago. And the difference now is just a lot more people are doing it, I think, is a big big thing. (laughs) Right? A lot. Nobody was using their their personal page. Hardly anybody at that time. Yeah, I was, I was somebody who, that's what I taught, how to, how to organically use your personal page, how to use Facebook Live, how to create content that really brings people into your world. And yeah, no, not many people were doing it. Yeah. I have like a, an interesting, uh, you know, thoughts around uh, Instagram Lives and Facebook Lives. Like, I feel that the people uh, that are like 20, 23, like they have born with the phone in their hand. So it's completely normal for them to do the lives. But the the people like me that I'm 36, you know, for me, it was completely like a new world. And still, my friend, they make fun of me. They're like, what? why are you going live? What does it mean? Just a baby go live. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, that's how I get my message out there. Oh, I know. I mean, we have a bigger learning curve. And at the same time, Facebook Live has only been around for three years. So it is a learning curve for everybody. It is new to everybody. Totally. Um, but it's amazing. I love you probably know that. I love Facebook Live. Yes. <laughs> and it's, as you said, like, it's an amazing way to actually, you know, connect with our people and spread our message yep. and act more. Yep. Yes, definitely. So right now, uh, I know you are very focused on storytelling and helping people, you know, pull out their stories uh, so tell us yeah. a little bit more about that, some tips for people who are like, oh my God, I do, how do I share my story? How do I find yeah. my story? <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's so, much, there's so much stigma around story. And I don't know about you, but one thing that has happened for me is that I thought that story was actually bad. And this is before 
business. When you get into online business, you understand, oh, I have to tell my story, but you might not know how. But in the outside world, it's actually annoying. The people who tell stories a lot usually are the ones who are just sort of taking up all the space at the party and yes. telling these stories and their, their wife is rolling their eyes because they've heard the story 15 times or 150 times. <laughs> um, and so there is this negative thing around it. And something I love to address is, you know, how do you tell your story and not make it about you? That's the question. Exactly. That's a question. That's a very good question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the magic. That's what I, where I feel my, my magic really lives is in, is in that, is marrying this world of like, how do I even do this to actually it's of greatest service for you to share your stories. And not only that, when you have a message that is true to your purpose in the world, you validate that message more the, the most powerfully and deeply through storytelling. Yeah. And then that message becomes illuminated and the message becomes more powerful for other people. Like it really is the answer to that question of how do I talk about what I do? Because there are 5,000 other people who do exactly what I do in the online space. So if I just say, oh, I help you manifest the life of your dreams, right? Like a million people say that. But if you tell your story about how you actually were in this other place, this probably darker place, and then you talk about your experience and how you actually used manifesting, how you discovered it and the things that's changed in your life, then all of a sudden your message is not watered down and it's mm -hmm. unique. It's really the only way to validate a message in this saturated marketplace. Hmm. So what, like, what would you suggest, uh, you know, for people that they don't, they are scared of share their stories or they don't know how to do it? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to start somewhere. Right. And I love this because this is part of my teaching is always based in how we actually learn anything because I was a personal trainer for so long. Everything starts in the body. You know, and I'm sure you, you do this too with human design. It's like, it's all about how you feel and about uh, meeting yourself where you are. Yes. So if you don't want, what you don't want to do, <laughs> we'll start with that, is have some expectation that you're going to do something that's way outside your comfort zone. Because to be real, it is vulnerable and it can be scary to share your story. And it probably well, not even probably, it will be the first time you do it. And every time you share a new story, it, it will be. That's been my experience. And so it's really important to pick something that feels like you can do it. So for example, instead of saying, okay, I'm going to do a Facebook live and share this story that I've always been scared to tell. Well, that's obviously going to create a lot of resistance and be yes. very challenging. So instead of that, you could pick a story and I have a lot of free content around this. If you're like, how do I even pick a story? I have, um, you know, I can give you free resources for that because that's a whole, a whole process of its own. Right. But once you're, you're like, okay, I know I'm going to share this story. I suggest not even doing it publicly. I am a huge advocate of practice. And one thing you can do is just set up your phone and record yourself on video. And this is actually something that I used to teach people when I was helping them master just doing video. But when you're talking about 
story, this is even more powerful because you have to get comfortable with your throat chakra and there, you can't do that in your mind, mm-hmm. right? You only can do that through the practice of going through the motion and like using your voice to speak your truth. And it's going to be hard at first. And even alone in a room, just to a camera, that camera will add pressure, right? And, and so that amount of pressure might be exactly perfect for where someone is. So let's start there. Wow. Yeah. And, and then do it again and again. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. Go on. Sorry. Well, then, yeah. So then I would recommend doing that and watching it back. And this is the thing. Most people are so scared of themselves on video or they just don't want to listen to themselves talk. You know, exactly. the thing. He's like, I don't like my voice. I don't like. Right. My, exactly. So here's the thing. If you don't like your own voice, you got work to do around your throat chakra because you cannot stand in front of people as a powerful leader and not like your voice and expect that other people are going to like your voice. Mm. Right. We got to heal those parts of ourselves. That, that is a, I mean, I get that it might sound different than it does in your head. You know, you hear your voice. If it's your first time ever hearing your voice recorded, well, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. But but yeah, becoming comfortable with that. I mean, I listen to my own podcast. I watch back almost every one of my videos and I do it to become a master. Mm. And so this is leadership, right? Because we don't, while it's about healing at first and it's intense and, you know, you, we have to get out of our own way eventually. And in leadership, it becomes not about you anymore. So you have to get to the point where that story you're telling that feels like it makes your voice shake at first, it needs to become a powerful tool for other people to heal and not about you. Yes. So what is the road to doing that, right? It's, it's practice. So how, like, how would you suggest, uh, you know, do you there is specific, uh, like someone should have one specific story or is more like different type of stories? Yeah, yeah, great question. So I work under the framework. I have a framework called Impactful Storytelling and that's Mm -hmm. really around how to market using story. And then I'm also in the process of creating something called story medicine. Mm. And these are sort of, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, buying all the domains at the moment. Um, And I I have another practice that's around story. It's storytelling, but it's called soul story. And so there's a few different things. And I'm just telling you this not to confuse you, but to say the answer, there's multiple answers to that question. So if we're talking about a brand, so say, for example, you have an online brand like you or I do, and you have an umbrella, right? So you are the brand, like your name is your brand, or maybe you, like, for example, I am Jaya Rose. My website is thejayarose.com, but I have a brand called She Rise, and this is like my movement, right? She Rise Global. And so you can have these different facets of your brand, and you want to have a story that actually ties those things together. So you as the individual, and then how you work inside the brand? How did you create what you created? 
you know, all this work, this body of work that you have, how, what, there needs to be a main story. And this is what we call your brand story. So yes. if you were get, right, if you were going to create a video, like people have on their website, like a brand video, then you would want to have a specific story that you could tell that would bridge the gap from where you were to where you are now and why you do what you do. Does that make sense? Yes. Now that is your brand story. So I have the story that I told you when you asked me a little bit about my story and I told you the Marie Forleo thing, that's a portion of my brand story. Okay. So I, I picked that story to answer your question because it's going to be relevant to any conversation we have around online business or what I'm doing now or anything, right? Mm. I've told that story on a brand video, actually multiple even a sales video. And so identifying, this is the third um, module in my impactful storytelling program. So it's, a, it's a, a thing all of its own. Like you could just develop your brand story and then not really know how to tell story and it still would benefit you. Mm. Right? Because then you have this anchor, like you could, I say, you can use it on podcasts. You have, if you have your own podcast or on your website or, um, on at the beginning of live video, I could condense that down into one minute and introduce myself at the beginning of a video and it's going to be way more powerful. Yes. Right. So that's one story. And like I said, if that's all the story work anybody does, that's going to benefit them a lot. Um, but what I really love is to teach people how to use all their stories because listen, like if we're content marketing, and we are talking to people a lot and, and the intention is to always be sharing our message. There are a million things going on in your life at all times, <laughs> especially if you're a self-aware person who's doing the work to, to know yourself. There are going to be stories almost every day that you could turn into content and mm -hmm. take people on a journey with you. Right. So that's a whole nother level where you learn how to take whatever's happening in your life or happened recently and turn it into a story that relates to a message. Hmm. And how do you feel like, let's say we create a brand story, you know, around our brand, but then, you know, we outgrow, like I'm a, I am an MG and I keep, you know, leaping and growing and changing yes. so it's really hard for me to be you know consistent with one story because i have so yeah. many different lives you know i, I yeah. always say i've lived seven lives as, as the cats you know yeah i know no i mean elise i think we're the same person okay i get yeah. it 100 percent and yet i do still believe that there is a story that would tie all of it together. Yeah. Because when we're multi-passionate and we're following the cues of our life, we're following yeah. our intuition, we tend to think that it's leading us into a new place, right? Into a different place. And when you actually look back and you have that 2020 vision, you find that it's not, it's all in alignment. It's all the same path. You have not taken a left turn. You have just deepened whatever it is you're doing. It's an, right. It's another facet of it. It's another part that needed to be there the whole time anyway. So yeah, there's, I mean, I can use the same brand story 
from when I started my fitness business to when I went into visibility. And then I did um, embodiment. And now I'm doing storytelling. I literally can use the same story through the whole thing. Mm. And so I do believe there is a brand story. Here's the thing though. It's really hard to find. It's really hard to do this yourself. Yes. I, I invested a lot into understanding all this stuff. Like you might be like, well, how do you even know any of this? Well, it's because it, be, it was a priority for me to learn storytelling because I'm, my favorite thing I do in my whole business is speak on stage. Mm. And you have to be a good storyteller if you're going to speak on stage. You know, there is no good keynote without a good story. Oh. And so about two and a half years ago, it just became my mission to practice story. And I went on Facebook Live for about six months, at least once a week, and told a story just to, I didn't, I wasn't trying to build my business. I wasn't, I was just sharing my story, different stories. And I've also taken, you know, worked with Gail Larson. I did her transformational speaking. Um, she's incredible. She was, um, all the big wigs <laughs> mentor, you know, Marie Forleo, Gabby Bernstein, uh, Danielle Laporte, Chris Carr, all of them did this transformational speaking program that I did. And that was really, really helpful. And then when I did my first keynote speech, I actually hired somebody, um, my first online business coach. She's an incredible speaker and she helped me craft my whole speech. And then once I did that, I was like, oh, I get it. Now I just need to practice it. Mm. So my, it, yeah, I feel like to try to figure out how to do it on your own is just silly because there is an art and it's not it's not unique. I mean, storytelling is storytelling, period. It's been around, it's ancient. Yeah, we love stories. Like Exactly. We read, we read books, uh, we watch movies because we love the stories. Exactly. Yeah, so there are a lot of great teachers, you know. I mean, obviously, this is what I do, but there's a lot of people. So I just say, get out of your own way and get help with it because it, it will be the best thing that you invest in. Mm. It really, for me, I yeah, can see that. Because for us, like if we have to do the story by ourselves, yep. we cannot see what we don't see, you know? That's yeah. The, <laughs> I know. That's the same it's, with coaching, you know? We cannot see what we, we don't see. Uh, we need a mirror. Like, how do you know what you look like without a mirror? Exactly. You do not. Is that crazy? You would never, you're inside of you. You know it better than anybody. Yet you have no idea what you look like unless you look in a mirror. Talk. That's the same thing as storytelling or like you said, any of these resistances or places we get stuck. We're stuck and we need somebody to hold up that mirror for us. Mm -hmm. Be like, this is who you are. So yeah, I, um, but I'll give you guys some free resources. Yeah. I, I love free resources. You can totally get started and, and dive in. Um, I just, I can say that I've done a lot of different things like you in the online space and in my life. And I can look at storytelling and say, that was one of the smartest things I invested in. Mm. And I had no idea at the time. I didn't even know why. I just wanted clarity. And I knew that I could find that through my story. And 
I, I had no idea that it would become like the way that I market what I do and give me confidence to know that I can always connect with people, that I can go on any stage, that I can be invited to speak anywhere and always know I can connect with people. I mean, I, is there anything more valuable than that? Hmm. I, I, I like looking, seeing you online, I know that you do a lot of speaking on stage uh, and that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so, it's just a real passion. So I also bought another domain and it's Yeah, I know that you are also passionate about domains. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But don't you just think of something and then go on online and find out if the domain is open? That's what I do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, I want to move into, um, so I bought sherocksthemic.com. Mm. And I want to move into helping, kind of marrying my embodiment work, but using it on for stage. Mm. Because it. it's so fun. Yes. I'm sure that you, so are you, do you speak on stage or have you been on stage? No. Like I've done uh, small things, uh, but mainly with my, when I was in corporate. Yeah. When I was doing like big presentation in front of, you know, universities or designers because I used to work in fashion. Mm, okay. So well, I love it. I, like, I love it. And it gives me energy. It gives me. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I love that. That's such a good way. That's probably something you teach a lot of people, right? With human design. Yes. To do what gives you energy. That's so good. Yes, totally. That's how it is for me too. When I do, um, especially stage. Stage is different than live video. Mm. I can, you know, I do a lot of live video and I, I'm like, can do it, you know, but I, but stage is, I will be just high. And I'll be exhausted. There are times where I've flown, you know, to Canada and then I didn't feel that great because the first night sleeping somewhere else sometimes is weird. And then, you know, I'm like how normally I would be dead, but nope, I'll get on stage and rock it. And it's just because, yeah, when you have that energy, you can do anything, right? Yeah. My question is, how do you marry the fact that you are you know empath and highly sensitive with uh, speaking yeah. in front of a lot of people like taking the stage yeah yeah that's a great question um so it needs to be done with intention is what i have found where maybe some people can just go and they're fine they're hanging out beforehand and they're talking to people and it doesn't matter if they just flew in the day before and so these things really just matter for me so for example if i'm going to fly somewhere that's over three hours on the plane, you know? So if I'm going through different time zones and, and going to be on the plane for a while, I really need time in between. So I would fly the day before and have time to rest and integrate and really ground before I, I spoke. So that's a big piece is just to, to do my best to have the right energy for me to be feeling like I'm thriving. Now, like I said, that doesn't always happen and I still get through it, but it's not, it's not as good. And I, and I would have to go back to my room and like do legs up the wall and sort of retreat afterwards. Mm. And also when I go to events, 
most events are set up actually almost, yeah, every event. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to generalize, but yes, I will. Every event. Um, it's really set up the same and it is not for sensitive empaths. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say that. Okay. It's set up for men, <laughs> even though always, it's set up. Always, you know? Oh my gosh. Even if it's set up by women for women, it's still set up for men. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, I can't, I can't even. And so if I go to a, a three-day event and I'm speaking, I only go to half of each day. Mm. And I just pick those times accordingly. So I'll, I'll know, okay, if I'm speaking in the morning, I'll get up, I'll go in the morning. And then I go home after lunch or back wherever I'm staying. Right. And I have no shame. I don't care. I don't care if people think that means I'm being whatever. I, I don't care because I know that when then, when I show up, I can engage with people and I can be fully present mm. because to me, that's a, that's a real core value. And I have this whole brand around, you know, being powerful and speaking your truth. And I would never want somebody to meet me in person and be like, oh, well, she seems kind of out of it or she's not very present. You know, it's really important to me to have that energy and be able to share it. Mm. So basically I do whatever it takes. I, <laughs> I eat healthy, do legs up the wall, use my oils and disengage, you know, and do meditation and make it the focus that the most important thing for me is to be in my power and standing there really able to channel that energy and like channel the, the information and the, whatever it is, everything is coming through that channel. And the more, the more clear the channel is, the better the information is going to be. Totally. Yeah. So you just be a rebel. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. You're amazing. Thank you. And, um, What's like, what are your plans or vision for the next year or the next uh, six months? I know that as MG, we are like, you know, moving with the world, but <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, I'm like, mm, a year, yeah. that's too long. <laughs> um, but right now I have a live event in Portland, Oregon in March. So a couple weeks from now, actually, and I'm so excited about that. This is my year for more stages, more in-person connection, and that's really my focus. So I'm, I'm just really excited about doing, like, be feeling more at home and feeling more at peace and doing what I really love to do mm. and focusing more on that because I realized a couple weeks ago, actually before, right as I was launching the storytelling stuff, I was talking to a client of mine and we were talking about, well, what would you do? Kind of like, how do you delegate stuff and what, what's the best stuff to focus on in your business? And I just blurted out, the only thing I should be doing is speaking on stage. Mm. And it, I was like, wait, who just said that? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Who said that? Um, because it felt, it was, you know how it's like, well, maybe that would seem obvious or something, but it felt like a huge weight it was like a weight lifted but also it felt sort of heavy at the same time like that has to land and shift 
that needed to shift me because I got chills all over and we were actually driving. She was driving me home from an event we were at together. And I said that, that just felt really powerful when I said that. And she's like, I felt it too. And since then it has just been, things have been shifting a lot and I could, I can't not see it. And I see how I'm just always doing things and it feels almost like scarcity. Mm. It's that like, Oh, let me, but I have to have this in place and I have to. And it's like, yeah, but if being speaking on stage is the thing I feel like I'm really here to do, it's the thing that makes me feel in alignment with living my purpose in the world Mm. the most then why am I not doing that? Because that will actually grow my business probably more than anything else I could do. Yes. And so I'm feel that's my, I would say, you know, what do you, you asked like what my vision is, but that's my edge right now hmm. is to go, okay, well, what, what was holding me back from that? I'm like crying over here. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, having a breakthrough moment. Um, yeah, it's like we have these realizations, but then what needs to be untangled to allow it to really land? Mm. Totally. And uh, where people can connect with you, find about more about you. Yeah. Well, my website, thejayarose.com. It's great. And I'd be happy to give you, I have a storytelling checklist that walks you through the six secret steps to magnetizing any audience. And it's a really beautiful PDF download. And so I'd be happy to give you that link. You also can just go to my website and it's right there at the top of the website. So you can download it there. And um, that would be a great start. Perfect. Thank you. so much. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And uh, would you like to leave like a final uh, wisdom for our audience, something that, you know, really impacted you and your life and your business? Yeah, I'll probably keep it simple because I think there are so many different things to focus on all the time and so many different concepts that we really can look at. But the thing that seems to be more true to me than ever is when you move, everything moves. Mm. So what are you moving on? Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, everyone, you know, you can, we will leave all the resources uh, on the podcast. But if you want to, you know, follow Jaya and connect with her, I'm sure she will highly appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much, Jaya. Have an amazing sunny day. You too, beautiful. Thank you. And we speak soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.